Чорне море, чорне море. from their brand new CD, Budmo Hey, and a song called Chorna Hora, Black Mountain. Dobri vecher, dorhi radio suchachita, vitayu vas vsih na radio peredaču naš holos, radio krinskoho korinja, kotra podijacjevam na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misi Vancouveri i pomareži PCJ radio mišnorodnemu. Pre mikrofoni Pavlina Makwari, diako yushchorishale prebutezimnoyu nastupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. I'm your host, Paulette Demchuk-Makwari, Pokerinske Pavlina, and I'm delighted to have you with me. Coming up in this hour, we have Ukrainian Jewish heritage and the memoirs and personal journey of a descendant of the Volksdeutsch from the Transnistria region in Ukraine, who settled in North Dakota. His book, Hitler's Basement, explores his discoveries of the role of his ancestral community in the Holocaust, which took place on the territory that is now in modern-day Ukraine. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a song by another group from Edmonton. They're called Migrena, and this is from their CD, Beauty is Not Contagious. And the song is a Ukrainian, traditional Ukrainian song about uh, 
young man that received the letter, he's got to go to war. Here's Migrena now with Carta. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada, which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. 
Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShoshankoFoundation.com. Alexei Kerekesha with the group Fatah Morgana, which is in the United States, originally from Ukraine, but it's been in the States for a few decades now. And that song was called Oikolete Pochernilo Zelenea Pole, which translates as When Was a Green Field Blackened. It uh, recalls a tragic battle of Berostechko in which Cossacks were decimated. And it is a battle that lives on in infamy and in Ukrainian folklore. Again, that was Alexei Kerekesha with Oikole te Pochernila Zelenea Pole. Well, on to something a little more lighthearted now. We have a song that is a traditional Ukrainian folk song, quite lighthearted. And it is done in a very traditional style. A song is called... Kupemeni Cherevechka, which translates as Buy Me Boots, and 
I'm not sure who it's by. This is a song that somehow managed to find its way into the Nasholus Music Library without any additional information, but it's too good not to share for that reason. So here it is now, Kupeme Chirovechka, Buy Me Boots. Oh, 
an ensemble from Toronto called Blisk, which was here on the West Coast this past summer. The song is called Zemnia, which means Earth, and it's done in four languages, Polish, Russian, Ukrainian, and English, and they represent all the languages that the ensemble speaks. It's sort of a signature song for them, Zemnia, and it can be found on their website, which is bliskmusic.com. I was fortunate to take in one of their live performances on Vancouver Island last summer and got to meet up with them and have a little chat. Uh, To my surprise, I found out that some of the girls are also members of the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, as well as other groups. And uh, the Lemon Bucket Orchestra just happens to have been in Victoria for a one-night performance this past Sunday. Now, on Monday, the following evening, two other members of the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, Mark and Marichka Marchuk, put on a singing workshop, and that was to teach Billy Holos, and that is a singing style in Zemnya, and also the previous song by the Ukrainian folk ensemble Bozhichi. Now, as it turns out, Marichka also helped found Bozhichi before she settled in Canada and married Mark. So, um, as you can imagine, it was an incredible workshop. Now, some of the participants were members of the Luna Ensemble, as well as the Kalena Choir in Victoria. After the workshop, there was socializing and food, but, you know, get Ukrainians together, especially singers, and the singing just never stops.
And that was a brief clip of an impromptu song that popped up that evening. My Nanaimo colleague, Oksana Pobereznik, was with me, and she had the presence of mind to turn on her tape recorder while the workshop was happening. We learned three ancient Ukrainian Christmas carols, which I hope to share with you this upcoming Christmas season. Meanwhile, I found a great song by Lemon Bucket Orchestra, which they've promised they will be in touch and they will be back on the West Coast. But uh, meanwhile, here they are from a recording uh, made in 2012, Nesehalya Vodu, Halya Carried Water. I lose more you hallo, I won't in the This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. In this edition of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, we will be discussing Ron Vossler's memoir, Hitler's Basement. Much has been written about Nazi concentration camps, 
but little has been written about the Nazi massacres of Jews on Ukrainian soil and the peasants who witnessed and participated in these horrific events. In Hitler's Basement, Ron Vossler reveals the little-known story of the Nazi murder of thousands of Jews in the region of Transnistria, a region of Ukraine currently bordered by eastern Moldova. Vossler's relatives came from this area and were known as the Volksdeutsch, a German minority living outside Germany. His search for the truth about the events of these massacres and the role of the Volksdeutsch is the core of this book. It is a story which reveals rivers of red, a kingdom of death. Ron Vossler was a literature professor in North Dakota when he became interested in the murders of Jews in the Transnistria area. His relatives came from this area of Ukraine. As a young person, he knew very little about these events because no one ever talked about them in North Dakota. However, the Volksdeutsch culture and history were very important in the community. As a child, he happily played World War II war games. And so it was left to us, the settlers' grandchildren, to unconsciously work out in our play the unspoken contradictions of our confusing history. His group of friends nicknamed an older, eccentric man in the community Hitler and used his house as a base camp for their wartime adventures. Was he really a Nazi? After a visit to his elderly Volksdeutsch relatives in California, Vossler becomes aware of a very close family connection to a famous Nazi, George Liebrandt. He was a scholar and writer about German genealogy in the United States, but he was also one of 15 Nazis at the infamous Wannsee Conference, which formalized the murder of the Jews, the first ugly tentacle of the Holocaust, rising from the murky depths of Volksdeutsch history. At first, Vossler does not want to face his community's connections to the Holocaust. However, he soon becomes obsessed with the question, did the Volksdeutsch settlers of Transnistria participate in murdering the Jews during the Nazi occupation in World War II? His obsession takes him on a trip to Ukraine, where he researches the kingdom of death in Transnistria from 1941 to 1944. At first, he is shocked by the number of Jews transported from Odessa to small villages in the area to be massacred. He assumes these murders were committed by the Nancy death squads, named the Eisatzgruppen. However, he comes to realize that the Volksdeutsch villagers were at times observers of the killings, and in some cases, they actively participated in them. He returns home to teach, but cannot leave the idea alone. He receives a Fulbright Fellowship, which required him to teach at the National University in Nikolaev. While researching his project, Ukraine's Labyrinth of Memory and the role of the Rastat Volksdeutsch police in the Transnistrian Holocaust. His research reveals not only extensive evidence of Volksdeutsch involvement in the Jewish massacres, but also the involvement of Vossler's family members and the man in his hometown he had nicknamed Hitler. This very personal memoir is an important addition to the historical record about the open-air Holocaust of the Jews by the Nazi rulers in Ukraine from 1941 to 1944. Father Patrick Dubois also wrote about these events in The Holocaust by Bullets and In Broad Daylight. Vossler concentrates on the Volksdeutsch involvement in these massacres. The details are very graphic. There are descriptions of ovens, bone fragments, rapes, and massive shootings. Bullet casings, archival materials, and witness accounts all provided evidence of events that had long been hidden from worldview. There are several stories of Volksdeutsch villagers sheltering Jews and saving them. However, 
there are also stories of the participation of young Volksdeutsch men in the mass murders. Vossler is a Fulbright scholar whose strength is researching historical events. He gives readers a lengthy description of Volksdeutsch history, how they arrived in Transnistria, how they survived the Holodomor and Stalin's purges, how they viewed the Jewish massacres in their villages, and how they participated in these massacres. His personal feelings are interspersed with his experiences. I don't quite believe it somehow, because it contradicts everything I know about the fundamental decency and religious nature of the Volksdeutsch. Hitler's Basement is a heartbreaking but intensely compelling book. Ron Vossler is a Fulbright scholar, freelance writer, and teacher of writing at the University of North Dakota. He has written books, documentary films, articles, and poems. His works have appeared in numerous journals, websites, and on North Dakota Public Radio. His documentary film, We'll Meet Again in Heaven, premiered on Prairie Public Television in July 2007. Vossler is a resident of East Grand Forks, Minnesota. Hitler's Basement is available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. I'm Myra Janik in Toronto for Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. This is Stefan Andrusiak, and this week I'll play you something a little different and more current. The song is called Baraban, which means drum in Ukrainian. Baraban is also the name of an actual, out-of-the-way, cave Ukraine bistro. I wrote the lyrics and a very basic melody in 2011. However, it took Mike Kuchar's enthusiasm, musicality, and voice to bring the song to life. Baraban is a bit of a rant. The song is also an expression of hope. A visitor wanders into a popular secluded bistro. The stranger quickly discovers that everyone has a menu of their own, demands of their own, offerings, but no one seems to feel responsible for a successful outcome. Having never been to Baraban myself, I use the bar as a metaphor for Ukraine today. Because the song is edgy, at an edgy time, it was very important for me to contact and to inform the owners of the club about the song coming out. But Aban's owner, Ihor Sovtan, wrote me the following. Pisnya vasha duže spodobalasya, vona klasna, takich piseň nevstačaje Ukraini. Roughly translated, he said, I like your song very much. It is in a special class musically and philosophically. Such songs are too few in Ukraine. Baraban was recorded in front of a live audience during the St. Catharines, Ontario Folk Arts Festival on Saturday, May the 19th in 2012. Mike Kucha wrote the music, sings lead vocals, plays acoustic guitar and bass guitar. Beth Bartley on violin, her husband Mark Clifford acoustic and dobro guitar, Mark Haggerty on drums, Leanne Vida and yours truly sing the harmony. Here is Baraban. Starlit alleys lined with dustbins has a place called Barban 
near the street day, Cornish chatting, careless with everyone, wandered in with reservations, still I'm here with no regrets, expats, poets, politicians, still they're scheming vinaigrettes. Places change, so many parties, resolutions, egos great. Out comes to Mama Lega, order now, please clear the way.
that was Stefan Andrusiak and friends doing that live performance of an incredible song. And it's incredible. It's almost eight years ago now. And it was one of a series of 40 episodes that Stefan kindly created for Nash Holis, or with Nash Holis in mind anyways. And I would love to have him do more, but he is very busy doing his own radio show now called Nasha Kasha, and it is syndicated in several campus radio stations in uh, southern Ontario. You can subscribe to his podcast and you can follow his incredible programs and it is called again Nasha Kasha just google it you'll find it and it is of course available on pretty much every podcast app up next is a group that's been around a long long time they're from Montreal they're called Chedamshena and here they are from their CD Postishkakri along paths of a dream and a lovely ballad called Song for Ukraine Ukraino
was Mickey and Bunny with Julida. And before them, you heard Wally Nash with the medley of Ukrainian dance tunes. You've been listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, here on AM 1320 CHMB, and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. In between broadcasts, please visit us online at www.nasholos.com to get transcripts, archived audio files, and a link to the Nasholos podcast, as well as information about the show. And again, that's www.nasholos.com. There's also a link to our Patreon site where you can support our work if you like. Kamuf se darmo daetsia, to vin And our proverb of the week translates as, If you wish to spoil someone, give them everything. Well, with that, we've come to the end of our program, so to wrap it up, we have the By Request Band and Peter's Special. I'm Pavlina, on behalf of all of us here at Nosh Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening, and Dobranich! <laughs> this edition of the show. If you're not yet a Patreon supporter of Nosh Holos, I hope you'll consider becoming one today, with the digital equivalent of a cup of coffee once or twice a month, or maybe even a snack or a meal. There's an option for every budget, and even a dollar a month tells me you value the show and my efforts to produce and bring it to you. 
Becoming a Patreon supporter will give you the opportunity to provide feedback to help improve the show, create cool swag to promote it, and swap ideas on how to promote Ukrainian culture in between broadcasts and podcasts. Your contribution will also help to preserve a well-established on-air and online venue of almost 30 years running to continue promoting Ukrainian culture and heritage long after I've retired, which will happen sooner rather than later. Your contribution will help that transition happen, and future generations will be able to enjoy the music and other Nasholos programming that you currently do. To become a Patreon supporter, just go to www.patreon.com and search for Nash Holos. That's patron with an E, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or go to www.nashholos.com and click on the orange Patreon button on any page there. Thank you for listening and for your support. Shtero Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.